0: Hey, and welcome to Too Much. I'm Jess. And I'm Mandy. As ethical vegan women, the word extreme is often used to describe us. And honestly, sometimes it feels overwhelming to care so much about so many different things.
1: So we created this show to talk about anything and everything we want, from veganism and other world issues to feminism and all the
0: controversial topics in between. This is a space for us to be exactly who we are. Which, for most, is probably too much. Okay, hello
1: everybody. Welcome to episode... Something of Too Much. If it means anything to you, this is the episode that I'm probably the most excited about that we've ever done. I'm excited too. This one is about internalized misogyny if you saw our poll if you saw me screaming at you on the the instagram stories uh we're talking everything internalized misogyny we're talking about pick me girls we're talking about slut shaming we're talking about it all Mm -hmm. the works but as usual before we jump in we've got a couple of uh sad news articles sad pieces of news that we wanted to share
0: which i'm sure you guys have heard but well i'm pretty invested in this jk rowling bullshit because (laughs) i've always been a pretty big harry potter nerd i was not surprised by this news about jk rowling she's what's happening she's releasing a book (laughs) Okay, everybody knows that J.K. Rowling is transphobic as fuck. Yeah, she's a TERF. yes, she's been tweeting transphobic shit for years now, and we just figured out that her new book that's coming out, and as far as I know, I think this is her first book since Harry Potter, besides the play that was written that was also Harry Potter-based anyways... Um, but this new book she's releasing is about a serial killer who disgu- disguises himself as a woman.
1: Yeah, it's a cis <laughs> is man. Is Yeah, a cis man dressing up
0: as a woman and killing cis women. It's pretty fucked up and not surprising. Everyone's pretty enraged, naturally, and... <laughs> She just had to take it one step further. Not only am I transphobic through my tweet, but I will also write a whole damn book about it. I'm screaming. I can't believe that
1: it's just not reality. We've been following it, both of us, and, and we've got huge creators and influencers like Munro Bergdorf who are sharing. They are a trans activist and just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful in so many ways, And they're sharing about this, and the reality is that trans people are disproportionately murdered, and assaulted, and harassed. Not the other way around. She's painting this picture that little white cis women believe that trans people will murder you in the bathroom stall. And it's just not true. It's the opposite way around, so... It's really just revolting to see someone with this much influence and power write a whole novel, a whole book on... Is just, yeah, it's trash. <laughs>
0: don't read it, yeah. don't buy it, don't support her anymore. No, and that's what I've been reading threads about. I'm relieved to say that we can still love Harry Potter and the Hogwarts and the world of Harry Potter we just have to find different ways to give to not give J K Rowling our money yeah. and i think i will post it on the instagram but there were different tips like don't go don't go to the wizarding world in orlando and don't buy the movies new like if anything <laughs> Or download them illegally, or break the law. See if we care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Don't buy any new books. You can buy the books used if you want. Um. So I'm kind of relieved that people are still finding ways to enjoy it, and I think we've kind of taken the Harry Potter world and made it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um. I see lots of podcasts and TikToks and videos about in fan fictions that have kind of taken the Harry Potter world and made it a lot more inclusive and made it a lot more enjoyable Mm -hmm. so let's just try to keep it that way we can we can steal this world from her
1: (laughs) yeah I've been really enjoying Draco Malfoy uh, fanfic on TikTok personally (laughs) And Cedric Diggory.
0: it's great. I actually found oh there goes my connection again. Um I actually found Tom Felton's TikTok and Me too <laughs> was floored at how old he looks now. Right. <laughs> I can't believe how old we are. Like I think the first Harry Potter movie came out twenty years ago. And that's so weird. That's to think insane. About. They were so tiny I know. tiny. Any hoosies?
1: Um, So I'm sure we've all heard about how uh, a gender reveal party literally started a forest fire in California, and it just bothers me that it takes something like this for us to wake up to the idea that gender reveal parties have been problematic forever. <laughs> There's a lot of news about it, which is making me so happy, at least it's getting out there. But I've always thought this. I've always thought that why are we trying to pretend like we can predetermine what a child's gender will be because there are trans people, there are intersex people, there are people who don't fit into a box that you can check and it's just really harmful to state what the gender is because gender is fluid. There's a lot of posts going around that are like, it's not a gender reveal, it's a genital reveal. Like, you're telling the whole Mm -hmm. world if your baby has a penis or not.
0: Which is pretty stupid when you, like, simplify it down like that.
1: Yeah. The interesting thing is that the actual inventor of the gender reveal party is calling for people to stop having these parties. And she's actually the mother to a gender non-conforming child. So, if that doesn't tell you that this is something that shouldn't be done, I don't know what is. I saw that. Someone said, um, a concept, a gender reveal party where you reveal all of the harmful things that you learned about gender roles and norms and vow to not pass them on to the next generation. I could go for that. Yeah, Green Totally. On So, yeah, I just know, I just know that there's so many people in our community and people who I personally know and I'm probably very close to who love this shit. Please don't do it. Gender is a structure that we've created. You can be whoever you want. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to say. Please don't have a party. With the inside of a cake being pink or blue. It's not a
0: binary choice. No, not at all. So. I, It's funny, I used to think, I mean, obviously it's a problematic thing to do, but I also have always just thought they were like corny and silly and stupid. Yeah. Whether or not we're bringing the whole like binary, non binary thing into it. And we've actually talked about this before about how like that whole concept of a gender reveal party is reinforcing that really bad idea about how I talked about how I watched that documentary called The Mask You Live In and it's about toxic masculinity and how before we're even born these roles are kind mm-hmm. of pushed onto us in a really toxic way. We're not saying there's anything wrong with being a man or being a woman or being anything in between. It's just the roles that are pushed onto us that make it Problematic, And I know quite a few women who are pregnant right now, and they're making a point. Lots of them aren't even bothering, you know, figuring out whether it's a boy and a girl before their baby's actually born, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. And they're also making sure everything they buy, not just because they don't know the gender, but whether or not they knew the gender, they planned on just buying very neutral clothes. No all blue, no all pink, no trucks, no Barbies, like... Just keep it neutral. And whoever your child ends up being is whoever they end up being. I know the whole idea that
1: if the inside of your cake is pink, then you're a girl, and you play with dolls, and you wear dresses, and it just pushes you into this box that is really hard to break out of, and society doesn't like that when you try to break out of it either. They want you to stay in this box. We love heteronormativity we love uh being cis we love all the things and it's just not reality no super old school so oh we had some awesome insights from the poll that we did and mandy doesn't know so i'm gonna share our results from the poll and then we're gonna discuss everything and it's gonna be great and awful and um i might cry i don't know we'll see (laughs) there was some stuff i'm not that shook me i got really upset reading some of it honestly so um question one was do you have internalized misogyny and only 76 percent of you said yes (laughs) Mm. um 24 percent do not apparently um What's that like? (laughs) The next one was women only. Have you ever thought that you're not like other girls? 92% yes. And the number is actually bigger because one of the guys (laughs) voted. 92%.
0: Oh, God. I cringe. I cringe. I voted yes as well. I'm not being a hypocrite right now. It's just like, why? Anyways, we'll get into that later. (laughs) Um, The
1: next one was, women, have you ever been told that you're not like other girls? And 82% of us, if 82% of all the women who answered are not like other girls, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) We're all
0: different. Yeah, we're all the same. We're all the other girl. Do you believe
1: in the nice guy trope, aka nice guys finish last and nice guys never get the girl? Do you believe in the friend zone? 87% overwhelmingly said no.
0: Yeah, that's good. When you asked that one, I didn't know how to respond. Like, that's one where you have to think a little Mm -hmm. more. Uh, The next one is,
1: (laughs) Women only, have you been mansplained? A.K.A. has a man ever explained something to you in a condescending tone? Something simple, or even your own discipline or a subject that you brought up first and are more knowledgeable about? 92% of women
0: said yes. Are there any women who said no? Yes. Um, How? (laughs) I know, I don't believe them. No, they probably just can't think of the moment, because I can think of countless moments, personally. Every day.
1: (laughs) It's every day, bro. Yeah. (laughs) The next one was, have you ever gotten mad at a woman in a situation instead of the man? And I had to clarify and say, a situation that was clearly the man's fault... Like, your man cheated, but you focused on the girl that he cheated with rather than him type Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, 53% yes, 47% no. What did you vote? I said yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, now, no, but when I was younger, yes. That's what a lot of people
1: said, too. And what I, I don't consciously think like this anymore or do that anymore, Mm -hmm. but I definitely have. Yes. In the past few years, for sure. Do you judge women more harshly than you do men? Think hard about this one. Think appearance and behavior. Do you often judge what women wear walking down the street or on campus? Their hairstyle, their clothing. Do you judge men in the same way? 58% said, yes, we judge women more harshly than men. 42% no.
0: I was conflicted because I, I mean, every human judges Everybody, woman or men, mm-hmm. or in between. But I think I definitely compare myself more than judge, and I didn't know if that fell under the same oh. category, and I honestly thought that it might, because you're still taking in like what they look like and making an assumption on who they are based on what they look mm-hmm. like and stuff. Yeah, it's there's so much work that goes
1: into analyzing women's bodies and looks and everything okay this is the one that made my heart sink i said do you believe a woman can still be respected while not being modest and we only had 92 percent say yes mm. so there's eight percent of y'all who think that women don't deserve to be respected while dressing in a revealing way or taking booty pics and
0: if were there women it was
1: women that's why my heart dropped. No! We're gonna get into this. The next one is, have you judged women harshly in the media like in movies and TV shows? Only 76% of y'all said yes. My examples were, Bella's so boring and dull. She's so bitchy. She's so annoying. She's so loud. Have you said the same about men? He's such an idiot. He's a loser. He's whiny.
0: I can't remember what I voted either, but now that I think about it, I think I would be yes. Not now, Mm -hmm. but like many other women said, they're like, before I would have said yes, but now I'm doing some internal work Mm -hmm. and saying no. (laughs) Or like just learning more about everything, feminism and internalized misogyny.
1: Yeah, we don't actively do it now, but we did, and we realize Mm -hmm. that now. Are you quicker to call a woman bitchy than you are to call a man aggressive? 84% overwhelmingly said no.
0: Yeah, that I think I said no, too, because the sole reason is we, we hate men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Generally, when I'm out in public, I fear men more than I fear women. Mm. Like, in terms of, like, my safety yep. and aggressive kind of plays into that. If a woman's being a quote-unquote bitch to me, I'm not, like scared so i don't f- have any reason to feel threatened really mm-hmm. but if a man's being aggressive i have a reason to fear for my yes. life <laughs> literally say it louder <laughs> yeah
1: Mhm. and i'm done calling women bitchy for being women yeah totally uh this is one we're also gonna get into deeper have you judged a woman celebrity when her private nudes were leaked 82% said no. I said no as well. I have. Like who? Like... Jennifer Lawrence? Mm, I vividly remember being younger, like much younger, in school, grade school, and judging Vanessa Hudgens when her nudes were leaked. And oh. thinking like, oh my gosh, her she was a nude? She was taking nude photos? Like, what a <laughs> slut. And I vividly <laughs> remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think...
0: I think if something happened, maybe when I was in middle school, I might have that opinion. Honestly, maybe I said yes because not celebrities, but I remember even people at school yes. when like rumors would circulate, I would definitely make judgments or like partake in the gossip, which is not good at mm-hmm. all. Have you ever slut shamed a woman in thought
1: or out loud? 63% said yes my examples were judged her for a revealing outfit thought badly of her after hearing rumors or firsthand about her sexual history or activity thought that she was asking for it be honest 63 percent said yes they have slut shamed a woman
0: i said yes i think i said yes yeah yeah and that kind of i think that's the situation i thought of too when i read that question about like girls and in middle school and their news would like start floating around yeah oh she had sex and we never
1: ever think about the man that she was having sex with or the boy that she was having sex with yeah only her oh my god that brainwash is terrifying like we didn't Mm -hmm. how could no one critically think about how that was weird that we only picked one of them to punish
0: yeah
1: okay the very last question I thought this would be interesting. Have you changed your answer to the first question after reading these questions? And the first one was, do you have internalized misogyny? 15% said yes, and 85% said no. So you guys were pretty bang on, but some people changed their minds.
0: (laughs) Mm hmm Yeah, all the women that I saw vote, no, they don't have internalized misogyny to the first question. It was mostly... Yes, yeses yeah. that we do, but the women who did vote no, they said that they changed their minds by the end of it, which was nice. That's awesome. It takes us a couple questions for them to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Questioning everything
1: that I've been brainwashed into thinking for the last 25 years. Oh my
0: god, yes. Process. Well, I guess we should probably talk about what internalized misogyny is.
1: Yeah, so... I can grab one from the internet just so we're all on the same page. Um, basically misogyny means the hatred of women. So if you have internalized misogyny, that means that you have essentially internalized that way of thinking so that you're doing and saying and thinking things basically unconsciously at this point. It's just a part of your thought process. It's a part of what you're
0: thinking. but. I have one up right here, and Google is sexist, because I I Googled internalized misogyny, oh. and it says, did you mean internalized sexism? Nope.
1: <laughs> I did not.
0: <laughs> um, but it basically says, it takes the form of sexist behaviors and attitudes enacted by women towards them. That doesn't even make sense. It's enacted by everyone. What do you mean? Uh, it says takes the form of sexist behaviors and attitudes enacted by women towards themselves or other women and girls. And if, if we're bringing women into the situation, women are in the definition. Then it's internalized misogyny. It's not internalized sexism. I'm oh shaky. <laughs> you know a
1: man wrote this Wikipedia article. Yeah. It says sexism and they're only talking about women. All the incels went to Wikipedia and changed it. The New York Times says, what does misogyny look like? The word, which conventionally means hatred of women, was once a radical accusation, but recently it seems to have eclipsed the gentler sexism and chauvinism in popular use. It's now unremarkable to find misogyny in a headline, much less a tweet. (laughs) For some clarity, (laughs) some reality. I wanted to talk about Pick Me Girls and that internalized misogyny. When it does come to women... Having internalized misogyny ourselves. You know, a pick me girl is uh, a girl who thinks that she's not like other girls, who has maybe been told she's not like other girls, and she's internalized that. And it's somehow a good thing to not be like other girls, which is because other women are feminine. But if you're not like other girls, you're like a bra girl. Ugh, you're one of the boys. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that we say, the fact that we call them pick me girls is. double-edged sword so we're basically saying a pick me girl is also a negative way to exist and be it's just another Mm -hmm. way to berate women
0: you can't win you're either a pick me girl or you're an other girl can you think of instances in your life where you have thought i'm not yes so many
1: (laughs) i am not like other girls i'm different i like cool music i hang out with cool people that other girls want to hang out with <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely thought that for such a long time, not realizing that in the process I was insulting other women and their existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh,
0: all the time, always. Honestly, I used to say I was a feminist out of the womb, but I think it was more internalized misogyny. I remember Mm. being in elementary school, and we would play dodgeball, and we would split up girls and boys, and I'd always, like, give the girls pep tops, like, come on girls, we have to beat the boys, we have to prove (laughs) ourselves, and then they just, like, wouldn't care at all, and I would be like, why don't any of them care, oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and I was a huge, to- like, huge tomboy. We should post a picture of me on the Instagram of, like, in my huge tomboy face. I have these, like, I never, ever, 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 ever wore pink. I said I hated mm-hmm. pink. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And... I had these like boy camo shorts that oh I wear, and this yellow top, and I got black Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> I to couldn't work. wear <laughs> any other color but black Crocs. And I always pretended to. It's one. It's one thing to like not listen to an artist. It's another thing to have like a burning hate for an mm-hmm. artist. I would always talk about how much I hated. Justin Bieber and One Direction. Me too. And yes, because I was like, oh, I'm different. Mm -hmm. I'm different because I hate them. And all the other girls are obsessed with them and love them. And that's what makes me different and cool. And that's my personality trait. It's hating pop artists. Like, what the hell? And yeah, I'd always pretend I hated pop music when I was, you know, in my emo phase you know, never wearing Hollister or Abercrombie and just looking down at any girls who did. And it's like, yeah, that's not my style. That's fine. I can leave that alone. I don't have to express my hatred for Mm -hmm. it so much. Like, I've always been that girl who's like, I'm different. I'm unique. Mm -hmm. And that's fine if you want to be different and unique. But you don't have to put other girls who are more quote-unquote basic under the bus Mm -hmm. for just being who they if that's who they want to be that's fine and I've honestly always been really bad at kind of (laughs) I think a lot of people know this I I, I'm pretty good at expressing my irritation when people I'm like oh why does everyone want to be the same why doesn't anyone want to stand out and it's like that's internalized misogyny. Mm-hmm. That's just something I have to work on. It's not a big deal, and it doesn't affect me at all if somebody wants to get a pumpkin slice latte or put up one of those wooden signs in their house with the swirly cursive lip mm-hmm. laugh. You do you. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's so many TikToks. It's so cringy because I've thought that way, and I've just grown up in a culture and in an environment where everyone thinks that way one person was videoing out their window and they made some rude remark about all this huge group of girls and they were all like in the you know the basic uniform like little white tops and jeans and white shoes or like when girls go out clubbing I went clubbing for a year and when girls go out everyone wears the same thing so it quickly becomes a joke Because we're all wearing little black tank tops and jeans and fake Gucci belts and white shoes. Or even in the last two years, when I didn't dress like that, I thought, I'm different. I'm not like other girls. When I would choose a different Mm -hmm. outfit to go out, I'm just now realizing this. That I thought Mm -hmm. I was above other women because I didn't dress
0: like the rest of the pack. I know see and that's totally that's still a feeling that I hold on to and I so need to work yeah. on it like right now when you're describing those videos I know what you're talking about and it makes me like laugh it makes me kind of irritated and I need to work on that feeling about not feeling that way yeah. when see shit like that.
1: I mean there's obviously a reason that we all like to dress like that black and white are flattering they're sexy they're simple jeans are a mm-hmm. staple and white shoes are in style right now mhm And first of all, nobody's talking about how all the little boys wore their little Abercrombie collared shirts to school and their ugly-ass plaid shorts and their Mm -hmm. big, ugly, puffy DC shoes in, like, a rainbow (laughs) of colors. Nobody makes fun of (laughs) them. It's just the girls who dress the same. Leave us alone. (laughs) Yeah. No, we definitely let guys off easier, Um, especially with the nice guy thing that nice guy culture, I'm glad that it seems to be slowly dying out, but I remember when it was just rampant, and I truly believed mm-hmm. that there was a nice guy, and I truly believed that I I liked bad boys, and I... Yeah. When, and when I was writing out the notes for this episode, I just had this epiphany.
0: You need to put that on a t-shirt. I know.
1: <laughs> I just realized that It all comes down to being our faults again, because we think that there's something wrong with us for not being interested in the so-called nice guys who want to date us, when in reality our dating pool is so small and our standards are so low for men, so the majority of men that we're meeting are narcissistic, misogynistic sociopaths how are we supposed to meet someone in such a small dating pool? Like I've, you know, I had a year where I was dating and I met a few guys, but none of them really stuck for me. And I really only went out on a handful of dates. Am I supposed to find the love of my life from a handful of dates? And so many of them were nice. And I literally kicked myself. I made it my problem. I made it my fault. I said, these are These men, these boys are so nice. They treat me so well, and they did. They treated me well, but there was no spark. There was no connection for me. They really liked me and I wasn't interested. And so I internalized this idea and thought, what's wrong with me? Why am I only interested in men who don't want me? And I think that that idea is bullshit because it's just that this pool is so small. We just don't have enough options totally and the whole nice
0: guy thing what are you talking about like, yes that's the bare minimum when you talk about the, the pool the choices we yeah. have it's so small because there's not a lot of nice guys when in the reality all the guys should be nice that's the bare minimum yeah you should all be absolutely nice. and then we can choose from all the nice guys based on, like, who's actually compatible with Mm -hmm. us and who has similar interests in us. But instead, we have this little pool of guys who are nice, and it's like, that's not a personality No! I'm also nice. (laughs) And that's the thing. When you think of it flipped, every guy who's ever dated has never had to have that experience of feeling bad for shutting down a nice girl, for the most Mm -hmm. part. Like, it's not like they're fearing of running into men who are going to do or women who are going to do them Mm -hmm. wrong because women are nice most of the time (laughs) and that's just the like I said the bare minimum it's like you should be nice everyone should be nice everyone knows that everyone should be nice yeah it's like what are you beyond that
1: yeah and the whole culture of being a nice guy is just teeming with this idea that we owe you something because you've done the bare minimum, we don't owe you anything. We Just because you are presenting as a nice, pleasant person doesn't mean that we owe you a drink. It doesn't mean that we owe you dinner. It doesn't mean that we owe you sex. You don't get a prize for not assaulting me.
0: Yeah. It just doesn't.
1: <laughs> I hate it. I literally can't stand it. And then yeah. when we turn you down... You call us names and threaten us. And then you wonder why we have feminist movements to protect ourselves from you. Like, you're not nice. All of the nice guys are not nice because they are only being nice to get something in return.
0: And if you're only talking about playing up how you're nice, you're not really nice.
1: Yeah. That's not genuine at all. I saw this amazing post and it said, nice guys finish last because they won't stop talking about how nice they are.
0: Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. That's what I was trying to think of. It was really good. Mansplaining 101. I specifically remember when I heard the term mansplaining, and I think this was coming up right when the women's marches were going on a few years ago. Everyone was wearing the pink hats and somebody brought up mansplaining online on the internet. And I think, I don't remember if it was a woman or a man who was talking about how mansplaining is a sexist term. I remember, like, having my mind changed because of this post, but now that I think back on it, I think I was just, like, consuming the internet and whatever was in front of me. We can try and say not all men mansplain, although I don't know if that's true. It's a part of
1: the way that they interact with us because they've been taught that they know more. They are better. They are smarter. They must educate the little woman Tiny brain mm-hmm. woman. Little woman brain.
0: <laughs> Those TikToks. <laughs> Girl, wear not a lot of clothes. Why she no want to have sex yeah. with Yeah, oh my god. Do you guys
1: actually think that if we're wearing a little outfit that we want to be in bed with you? Is that what you think? Does that... We know that's what they
0: think. <laughs>
1: Just be, I just- I can't- I can't- my brain can't make the connection between what I wear on my body to me giving my consent for you to penetrate me. It doesn't make any sense. No correlation.
0: No, no. no. Can you, um, think of any times where you've been mansplained? I guess we should say what mansplaining is. Yeah.
1: Okay, this one's good. This is by the Oxford, uh, Dictionary.
0: Oh. So,
1: mansplaining is defined as the explanation of something by a man, typically to a woman, in a manner regarded as condescending or patronizing. Um, yes, I have definitely dealt with this. I dealt with it today. Um, I literally went to the bank today because I had to sign something over to someone else. And the man behind the desk was like, do you know what this is? And I was like, yes. I do know what I'm signing. I do know what I'm here today to meet with you about. Thank you for clarifying and making sure we're on the same page. Liam. And it's happened to me with this particular person. It's happened to me countless times with people that I know, people that I don't know. Basically, I will share something and then it's so predictable, I've tweeted about it. And then it happens. (laughs) It's so predictable, you guys. Someone will slide into my DMs. And continue to speak to me about this thing that I've shared as if I didn't already share it. As if they're introducing the topic to me for the first time. (laughs) Or they'll come at me and they will play the devil's advocate. And they will basically argue against or debate what I've said and explain it in such a condescending way they'll throw quotes in
0: there like they'll throw me links (laughs) that's the perfect way to put it they're just it's always like they're just re-explaining something to you that you just explained and it's like you could have just agreed with yeah so actually now you're turning it around so you can get the credit
1: Like, shut up. There's so many TikToks to The one that you sent me, where it's like the guy who mansplains you over Zoom in the middle of the lecture, and he's like, "Excuse me, actually. Excuse me, actually. Ex- I just wanted to have. I just excuse me. Uh, excuse me, Jessica. Excuse me. Let me be the. Dad, let me be the. Dad yeah. Dad. I can't hear. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've had so many instances in school, and I was in a male-dominated faculty, and. I was always in class with men who were so cocky and overconfident and condescending. And they would just take up so much breathing room in the classroom because they would just speak forever in this condescending tone and try to educate everyone. And there were so many times where people would say things that were straight-up
0: offensive and try to be the devil's advocate. My friend actually was just tweeting about this this morning. She goes to university in ontario and she's taking a class for african studies i think oh that's cool and this week they're learning about some african figure but the person who's the person in her group that's leading this study about this historic african female leader is a white man and there's only two women in the class And she's just tweeting about, she's like, I know it's not much different because I'm a white woman, but, like, there's only two girls in the class, why wouldn't we let the women lead the study about the woman? Yeah. Truly, though. I was like, can't say I'm surprised. I actually always notice, not that I'm a skater by any means, but I do skateboard occasionally. And, (laughs) yeah, pick me, um... (laughs) But, so I follow a lot of, like, skater girls on Instagram. And they're freaking good. They're freaking amazing. The things they can do, mind-blowing. And yeah. the comments are always from men, like, critiquing what they're doing. And you'll find, if you go to a guy's Instagram, like, they'll, they won't have nearly as much criticism. These female skaters always talk about this on Instagram, too. They're, like, they're such a double standard. I actually saw a video one time this group of girls walking around with their skateboards and naturally someone like yelled at them like posers like can you skate and they basically just got in this huge like yelling argument because they're like I don't have to prove myself why what do you want from me
1: (laughs) yeah it's like our instant defense is like we want to jump on our board and show them but we don't owe you anything we don't owe you
0: an explanation mm-hmm. and that's nice because half the time they do do that and they show them and they are amazed but it's like they'd be doing that all day if they did it every time yeah. they got told they were posers you know
1: yeah i always find that it's men who are not professionals by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination who are critiquing women professionals and mm-hmm. Like, women athletes, women influencers, women, people, women who are professionals in their field will be mansplained by Oscar 10935678. <laughs> and what are Oscar's credentials? I don't know. Nothing, probably. Why do you think you have an opinion? <laughs>
0: his credentials are living in his mom's basement. Did you have any good mansplain stories? Um, one time... There's many times, but one time a conversation about birth control was brought up in a family discussion. Oh, no. And an older man was trying to explain to me what birth control was for and the side effects about it. (laughs) Wow. And naturally, I just didn't give in to the conversation, but I was like, I know. And I can just name countless times where I've been in like situations with only men and just have not been listened to. Yep.
1: It's this this idea of overconfident men and how men just have no problem interjecting their opinions anywhere and everywhere while women are not nearly as often like that mm-hmm. for a million reasons. People hate <laughs> people hate confident loud outspoken women because they're not used to it. And they roll their eyes at us when we get fired up. We get bitchy. Mm -hmm. We're bitches. I think you said this. Women are much more generally cautious, thoughtful, mindful, um, well-spoken, and careful with their words. And I think that that's because we've had to be. We've had to learn to be like that and adapt. Because if we didn't, we would probably get hit or killed. Mm -hmm. And I think that men are just so used to taking up space And saying and doing absolutely anything that they like, especially white men, um, without any consequences. We've seen, it's been proven to us in the last few weeks, that you can literally murder people in broad daylight, in the middle of the street, and face no consequences. Mm -hmm. At least immediately. And women say absolutely anything, or do absolutely anything, and are met with pushback oh i had a really good story i wrote this at the very end um i had this one my very very last presentation ever in business school my last project that i had to do and we had this huge presentation and i was responsible for the slideshow so the whole powerpoint it was really good Um, and my two female teammates were up front presenting it was like a dragon's den type thing and so we were talking about a potential business idea, and we r- stated right away, we had a good intro, and we stated right away where the our business venture would take place. And after the presentation, we were met with so much criticism by all of the white men in the audience who... Basically my professor had chosen four or five white dudes who were professionals in different industries. Like one of them owned the Yacht club and one of them, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so this old crotchety white dude, he's like, "Where is Yellowknife? Where is your business gonna be? And we had already said, like if you were listening, you would know, mm-hmm. we already told you. And they were so critical. He was so critical with our presentation, and then a group of very charismatic, bro bros went after us, and their numbers were completely shit. We had done all of our financials perfectly, and their financials were so bad, it was laughable, and these were boys who thought that they were the absolute shit, they were like the mathematicians of our entire commerce program basically like you expect all of these guys to be really good with numbers and their financials made no sense and they were so bad and they got so much praise and they got so much good feedback and well your numbers don't make sense but all this stuff was it's like if the numbers don't make sense you can't make a profit you can't have a business Mm -hmm. insane the double standard was real Um, We had a poll question about, do you judge women more harshly than men? I would say 100% everyone judges women more harshly than men Mm -hmm. in the media. In real life, too, TV and movies. There's a whole thing where it's like Bella from Twilight. She's so annoying. She's so boring. She's so dull. (laughs) She's so awkward. She's so awkward and weird. Why would anyone love her? Why would anyone do all this for her? Why would anyone be in love with her? And no one's talking about how creepy Edward is sitting at the end of her bed watching her sleep. And he's (laughs) literally being a psycho. He's
0: just also awkward and weird. Like, they're pretty equal in that department. And I think they are both. Because people are like, oh, well, it's Kristen Stewart. She's awkward in real life, too. And I think Robert Pattinson also falls under that. (laughs) Yeah. And so we were, like, hating Kristen Stewart for the longest time. Robert's always been loved. Why is that?
1: That was actually so bad. Do you remember when she cheated on Robert with her director?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And everyone came for her. Meanwhile, Jay-Z cheats on Beyonce. And we're all like, okay, I still like him. Yeah. I'm still going to listen to his music.
0: Chris Brown literally beats Rihanna.
1: Yeah, to a pulp. And you were talking about how people would say that Hermione is annoying. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about that, too. She's such a know-it-all. She's so annoying. Yeah. She's so, uh, such a goody-goody. It's like, no matter what the character is like, we can never win. There's always something no. wrong with her.
0: And it's just her... That's, like, her thing. Like, I don't get yeah. why people have to comment on it. Like, that's the point. It's a movie. That's not really who she is. That's her yes. character. She's a know-it-all. She has to butt in and say something or... The one-up the guys in terms of being smarter than them. It's like, what the
1: fuck is the big deal? Like, Ron is super annoying and really whiny,
0: but nobody talks about that. hmm And Harry sucks. Like, Harry's the worst character <laughs> in the whole fucking series. Like, he, and he's the main! He can't, like, Harry would've been dead in the first book if it weren't yeah. for all these other characters, if it weren't for fucking Hermione.
1: Yeah. Uh, and when I was making notes for this episode, I was thinking, what a stellar tactic for women to get mad at other women. It's like, it. imagine white men as like the puppeteers and they're like making everyone do all these things. How smart was it for them to make us hate each other and view other women as the competition and as the enemy so that we would get mad at each other instead of getting mad at the man, who is actually the crux of the issue. Mm -hmm, Totally. Like, when your man cheats, and you're ready to throw down with the woman that he was with, instead of the person that you've been in a relationship with for the last (sighs) ten years. And maybe she doesn't even know, you know? Like, there's so... Totally. I just had this thought that, like, women, other women are framed as our enemy, as our
0: competition for a man with halitosis and three missing (sighs) teeth. Yep, I think we can all agree, like, women in general, stunning, gorgeous, beautiful, amazing, take care of themselves, well kept, all the men getting the two-in-one shampoo, like, there's no no competition when you think about it.
1: We put so much effort into... Like, when we go on dates, Brad puts on a t-shirt, and I put on two hours of makeup. Mm-hmm. So much planning and so much excitement goes into that date. We send our location to our friends in case we get kidnapped or murdered or left in a
0: ditch. <laughs> There's so much preparation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put on our nice, sexy lingerie, and we're lucky if we get Fruit of the Loom with no holes. Ew! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then... There
1: begs the question who buys dinner it's like well sweetie i've put about two hours in i think you can handle the, t- yeah. the bill mm-hmm. there's actually a lot of controversy about this and i my mind has been blown because i always thought like oh it should be equal we should we should split the bill that's the most equitable way and lately i've been hearing all of these activists and female influencers speak about this topic and say you know what, no, you've
0: oppressed me for centuries, you can take the bill. Totally. (laughs) That's another thing, that's an interesting concept too. The whole being nice guy thing. And I feel like a lot of men would listen to this and be like, you want equal rights, but then you want me to pay for your dinner? And Mm. it's like, no. Once again, here we are. Bare minimum. Like, if you just want to be a nice person and flatter me, And make me impressed with you
1: Then Mm -hmm. you can pay Just maybe don't put hands on me And maybe pay me the same Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll start with that But yeah We were talking about how We've slut shamed other women And I specifically remember doing this And um, we were talking about Girls who we knew Had sex in school And I remember seeing a pregnant girl In my high school once And oh my god did I judge her Mm Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. Like, I had no concept, I had no range to understand that it takes two to tango. And there's just a lot of factors. Like, maybe she was scared to ask her parents for birth control. Maybe she was coerced into it. Maybe she couldn't access birth control. Maybe it was a mistake or a slip up. We're all human. Totally. And I judged her. Yeah. And I didn't even think for one second about the boy who impregnated her. Mm -hmm. Like, what is wrong with me? Totally.
0: (laughs) So true, though. It's just where our minds go automatically, and that's not... I mean, it is our fault, in a way, but it's also not. Like, our brains have kind of been trained to always blame the woman even when we are the woman even when Mm -hmm. it's a situation when it's ourselves we kind of automatically autopilot blame ourselves because we've been trained that way um and it's important for us to acknowledge that so we can kind of unlearn it um Mm -hmm. although we are not the root cause no the patriarchy
1: is yes I remember that I had friends who, I mean, I certainly shamed people for things that I vividly remember, but I also had friends who shamed people for things like uh, getting assaulted. Mm. and a little bit less intense, I had friends who were really judgmental towards women who dressed a little bit more revealing. Mm. Like Maybe they had on a tight outfit, or they had that strong quotations, fake look, the long blonde hair, maybe they have extensions, maybe they have fake eyelashes, maybe they have a push-up bra, and it's, you know. And I just remember my friend judging this girl on Instagram, who lived in our town, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you have to gain from saying that? You're going to gain the admiration of men whose attention that you actually don't want?
0: I uh, remember having this friend in high school who super, not tomboy, like, she was feminine, but, you know, wanted to have a lot of tattoos and kind of went with the alternative vibe and, like, very same deal, always seemed to express annoyance towards girls who were too girly Mm. even or even in cases when on days when i would be more girly um if i dressed a certain way i remember it was halloween one time and i wore my snow white costume to school almost every halloween in high school and just because it's fun and i looked so cute and Mm -hmm. she would be like angry and embarrassed to be around me (laughs) oh my gosh i'm embarrassed to be around her. and it's like i'm sorry you feel that way like you can pretend you can continue to pretend that you hate every other woman besides yourself even though you probably do hate yourself yeah so so all the guys can like you i just don't understand it all the guys that you in reality don't really want to be around No,
1: they're playing tetherball and they won't text you back. Like, why do you want their respect or admiration? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I can think of plenty of women who said, like, I don't have, I don't get along with girls. I'm not friends with girls. I don't have girlfriends because, you know, I just get along with guys more. You know, people think, oh, that's just the way it goes for some people. And I don't think that is. Because I think that always comes to bite them in the ass when they don't have any girlfriends. Like, how do you Mm -hmm. relate to people? How do you truly connect with people? Right. I never felt super... Like, I fit in and had people who understood me until I had really close girlfriends. So I feel pretty bad for those girls who act that
1: way. I remember that being friends with guys was so romanticized. I remember saying this to people explicitly saying that like my guy friends are so chill there's no drama they're so relaxed like they don't care about the same things they're really just concerned with playstation and boobs Mm -hmm.
0: i've heard so many girls say that you know it's just more chill to be friends with guys guys are just more chill and in saying that, we're not just saying something about men, we're saying something about women. And saying mm-hmm. that girls gossip and are dramatic. And like yes. you say, there's no drama. That's not the case. That's a stereotype. Mm-hmm. All the women that I'm close friends with, there's no fucking drama. No. If you and
1: I, if you and I had like a conflict or a problem, we would both just cry
0: and apologize. <laughs> and then it would be over. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that's the thing there's not gonna be any drama there's not gonna be any shit talking or anything like we might get emotional but it's it's i don't know and even if there is conflict at least we're talking about our feelings and talking about what's Mm -hmm. on our mind instead of bottling shit in like i think men have drama in their own form they just have a different name for it they just, like, get mad at each other or bottle shit up or don't talk about anything. And yeah. It's like, that's that's a human thing. It's not a girl thing. And people have made it a girl thing.
1: Or they just call each other pussies and call it a day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or just be
1: super passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so many layers to women who are shaming other women. First of all, a woman who dresses a certain way, like that fake look that we were talking about... She's playing into an ideal beauty standard set by society, and she's still at fault, even though she's trying to play the game. And we have girls who think, oh, they're not natural like me. They're not respectable like me. We're the good girls. We deserve respect and admiration. She's Mm -hmm. trashy. She's a hoe. And that doesn't make you look good. No.
0: No. I keep seeing that TikTok going around with that sound. It's like put a finger down natural girls edition. This isn't cheating like you have worked on. This is just for my natural girls and it's like Finger down if you've never had your lips done, if you've never had your eyebrows microbladed. Is that something to be proud of? No, exactly. People who have done it, they like it. Well, and it just make, it makes them more confident. It makes them be able to step out into the world and be who they want to be. And that's the ultimate woman to me, is being confident. We're all constantly
1: told that we're never good enough, ever. And then we finally give in and we cosmetically change something about ourselves to fit in to your ideal standard of beauty, and then you tell us that we're fake, Mm -hmm. and we're catfishing you? No, that doesn't fly with me. The last little thing that I wanted to talk about was um, one of our last questions where we asked, are women deserving of respect if they're not modest? Fundamentally, how does the way that a human being presents themselves or dresses themselves determine their worth. How do the clothes that I put onto my body determine what my value is and if I'm worthy of respect? A woman's clothing does not determine whether or not she deserves respect. She's literally a human being with bodily autonomy,
0: just like you, and she may dress the way that she pleases and still be respected. She can do what she wants, and it's not. I think when we say that, when we imply that if a woman takes a nude or takes a sexy photo, takes a bikini photo, takes a lingerie photo, whatever, and we say that means they're looking for attention, I think that implies that they are dressing for somebody else. And I promise you, most of the time, that's not the case. Some of the time, it is the case. And the only reason that women do feel inclined to dress that way is because they've been made to feel that way by man but you know if i post a bikini photo on instagram doesn't make me (laughs) less worthy doesn't make me an attention whore because i think if you want to go the attention route that's the same case with posting a innocent selfie like i post i took that i edited it i posted it on instagram so I could get yeah. likes and comments and my friends telling me I'm beautiful. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. the same level whether or not I'm wearing a lot of clothes or a little clo- little bit of clothes. Mm-hmm. It's It's just the same concept. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what I'm wearing, if I go out somewhere and I wear a low-cut crop top, that's for me. That's not so men can stare at me and make me feel uncomfortable. That's because I looked in the mirror and I thought... I look so beautiful in this. And mm-hmm. I want to put my best self forward when I go out into the world. Yeah. It's not for anybody. And the, the fact that people think it's for, not only that men think it's for them, but that women think it's for men, like other women yeah. think it's for men. It's so intertwined and internalized into us mm-hmm. that we're supposed to think negatively when a woman looks and feels her best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're not for you. We're not for the male gaze you no know, definitely yeah like you said you're insinuating that our entire existence and the way that we e- present no matter what is always for male attention and it's actually quite the opposite because i really just wish every man ever would stop looking at me like you're disgusting get out of my way i'm trying to live my life and be taken seriously yeah.
0: and i'm trying to be safe <laughs> yeah be seen as a regular person not a fucking object for somebody else i have the anatomy
1: that i was born with as a cis woman and you're going to use that against
0: me Mm -hmm. when they show in clothing that i wear i also feel bad for i think there's even a double standard with women who have larger boobs they yes they're you know they go out like i can wear a low-cut top Some people might look at me as slutty, okay, whatever. A woman with boobs bigger than me, I have like, A-cups. A woman with boobs any size larger than mine would not be able to wear that even if she feels good in it because, you know, more men are gonna look at her and more men- or more men or women are gonna think she's more slutty when it's just the same top.
1: Yeah. This body is not inherently sexual. It's a body. What am I supposed to do? Cut off my boobs? Like, I don't understand. Exactly.
0: I have days where I'm going to the gym, and I'm like, straight up, there's this old guy there. I don't know if I've talked about him on the podcast before.
1: (laughs) Old guy from the gym.
0: (laughs) But he's like, okay, number one, this is what annoys me. And I think this kind of plays to internalize misogyny in women, too, because I've actually talked about this guy on my Instagram before. Oh, my God. He's this older guy, and he always wants to talk to me has he ever said something super creepy no one time he said he i was on one side of the gym one morning and he came up to me and said oh you're normally over there you're over here this time and i was like a little creeped out cuz i was like that imply i i hadn't seen this man in my life before so that implied that he was watching me every time i was at the gym <laughs> and he came up to me two times after this one time he said i was just stretching in the stretching room and he came up and it's so fucking annoying because i always have my headphones on and i'm in the middle of a workout and it's like why are you interrupting me yeah i don't want to talk to you is it not clear (laughs) he came up to me and he said wow you never miss a day hey and i'm just like Buddy, leave me the fuck alone. Of course, I'm not actually Ew. like that. I'm just like, <laughs> and just continue on with my day. Or I'm like, what, three times because I can't hear him because there's music in my ear. I post about that on Instagram, and I got a couple of people being like, maybe he's just a nice, lonely old man and needs somebody to talk to. And it's like, cool, that's not up to me. I shouldn't have to deal you know. with whatever he's dealing with. Because right now, I feel uncomfortable, and not only... Is he not acknowledging that? But when I tell people about this, women about this, they don't acknowledge that. And they say, I should have more compassion for him instead of him just leaving me the fuck alone. It's always your fault. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll literally think about this old guy being at the gym and being like, maybe I shouldn't wear my shorts and my bra, even though it's a really hot day and I'm going to get really hot at the gym and I'm going to need to cool off. And that's the only outfit that I will feel my best temperature in
1: (laughs) but Mm -hmm. i'm like no
0: i better put on more clothes and sweat a little more because i don't want this man talking to me
1: (sighs) you don't owe him anything like if he's lonely there are hotlines for that he he can pay someone for their time and he's
0: there with his like old man friends half the time so it's like you got people to talk to buddy i don't care if you think i'm a bitch like please just leave me alone yeah
1: i was thinking when we first started talking about this booty pics and all that nobody ever talks about guys posting shirtless photos in fact we like them we're like ooh, that guy is like so hot blah 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 male bodybuilders flexing in every photo it's like 300 photos where they look the same Mm -hmm. we don't say anything totally you know there's a couple that i really like they're both vegan bodybuilders and he posts Countless shirtless photos, anime, Delgado, or they whatever. They broke up.
0: Did you know that? No, I didn't know Me, that. Me, and Bianca Family broke up.
1: Broke up. Well, and then Bianca will post photos of her body, and it's like she gets all these lewd comments, and I'm sure tons of comments and just thoughts from women, like, ew, you shouldn't post that, ew. Like, I've worked hard for this, and it's just a body.
0: And she gets like, so many so women in her DMs being like, my man follows you and likes all your photos. And it's like, that's your man's problem. I didn't ask for that. No. I'm a public figure. Exactly. And she is so much more creative with her photos and like has all these fun outfits and different photo shoots. Yeah. And like you said, Nimai is just flexing. Flexing yeah. every photo. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was thinking like... Uh- If you guys don't think that they deserve respect, what does she deserve? Like, does she deserve the harassment that she receives? Does she deserve assault? Less job opportunities? Less friends? Less people that like her? Like, I don't understand.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And I have bad news for you guys who voted. No, you think women deserve less respect depending on how modest they are and how much clothes they wear. We've taken nudes. I've taken nudes. Nudes. I've taken sexy pictures. I've taken bikini pictures. (laughs) Yeah. You better stop listening because, um. I guess you can't respect us anymore. sorry. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Well, that's a good way to end it off, I'd say. Yeah, I think that was good. (laughs) Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to leave a review. You know where to listen. You know where to follow us. If you don't, check out the show notes. Check out the show description. See you next week. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.